everybody loves a winner Cause when it all begins My eyes on the prize so it's on again I refuse to lose, I ain't gon' pretend I thought I told you I was born to win Everybody loves a winner Victory I choose Ain't no turning back cause I pay my dues I tighten up my laces when I tie my shoes Born to win, I refuse to lose Everybody loves a winner That's why I eat finer foods Complete wise and Welcome, everybody, to the recasting call. This is a place where we take old movies and add some new favorites. We're not saying that we want them remade. We're just asking the simple question, what if? The voice you're hearing is myself, your host, Freddie Fisher, and these are the panelists. It's your favorite ODB, your favorite old dirty bastard from Bracket Bastards, and we're here to talk about a movie that goes right into the ODB alley, kind of. It's an old dirty bastard type of movie, so let's go with it. Hi, I'm Dawn. I've never done this before. Excited to do it. Let's go. Blazing Saddles. Recast. Today's episode, we are talking about, as I said before, the 70s classic Blazing Saddles. I know, it's an epic movie to start off. going to be an epic show. And Jeremy, I'm going to have you start off on this one. Who and why... Did you pick for Bart? I get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why should it be true that I get a belt out of you? <laughs> I had one idea for Bart, and then I kind of got a second, and I kind of can't decide between the two, because, I mean, I can see both these people rocking it by appearance and just by mannerisms as well. So I was torn between – I was torn between either – my original idea was Don Cheadle, because he looks a lot like the original actor, and he has – when he tries to play comedy, he can do it very well, and he could do that type of acting, I think, if he wanted to. But – the one that sunk in really for me was Keegan Michael Key. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, let Jordan go redirect a remake of it. Let Keegan Michael Key play play the main role because I could see him doing all like the Looney Tunes type stuff, like when when he when he gives um, what's his name, uh, the ogre character. <laughs> that that's actually something I didn't think about as far as who was going to direct this one because I wouldn't have Mel Brooks do it again because I think it'd be kind of a uh, trying to make it so close to the original that he'd feel weird about it. But that's a good call, though, as far as um, uh, if Peel directs in Keegan Michael Key, Key uh, does like his typical acting on acting he does and everything as that character, hmm. all the Looney, all the Looney Tune Bugs Bunny esque uh, like play play with the dynamite and whatnot and the candy gram, like it's just perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Like it would work out so well. Don Cheadle, I could see it in the more serious moments. I mean, if they could split the role between two actors, that'd be awesome. Don, who do you have? So, you know, I really, I, I always think about how it, this was originally written for Richard Pryor, and that would have been a really different movie, right? But I went with someone who I felt like had that same class, that kind of ironic class in that role. And so I went with Denzel Washington's kid, John David Washington. Mm -hmm. Think about it. He's real uh, smart. He always seems like, especially in Black Klansmen, he seems like he gets more than 
the white folks around him. Well, wait, wait a minute. Is he is he the main character in Black Klansman? Mm-hmm. Oh, I could have swore that was Eddie Griffin. Oh my god. Okay, I, then yeah, then Denzel's son gets all my respect because I swear to God, I thought he was Eddie Griffin. Yeah, well, I didn't know Denzel had a son, so that's right, he, he much I know. Just like his dad. Sounds just like his dad. Doesn't I know, look I like he, him so much. Sounds like him. That's why I didn't think. That's why I didn't picture him as a son either. But I mean, I knew he had one. Just never really knew I watched anything with him in it. But okay. I was I kind of torn on Bart in a, in a lot of different ways. I picked two of them, and I'm still torn on them, even even right now. But my first yeah, original, yeah. my first original pick was Jamie Foxx. Uh, I mean, if we're sticking to the same age they are now, it'd be too old. But I think, I think it is. Jamie Fo- the way Jamie Foxx is built, I mean, black, black and everything black. else, because it'd be because it's I I I aged them somewhere around between thirty to fifty, as far as an age range goes. Who could play play this? Would be thirty to fifty. Uh, Jamie Foxx looks somewhere between thirty to fifty. So and I've seen him do comedy roles. He's very good at it. He's good at serious roles too. And having him go not directly, but uh, the correlation between uh, Django, yeah, and then to playing this character, which is just I think be funny. The other other one off top of that would be more the comedy side of it, and that'd be Terry Crews. I don't think he'd do it. I don't, I don't think he would either. I think he'd be too. I mean, especially if they're going to keep like all the stuff they had back then that wouldn't be allowed nowadays in it. Like he would definitely be like, no. He'd be but Jamie away. Fox would kill it. And he could probably, yeah. he's got the name power. He could get it made. You know how we were saying they couldn't make it? He could get it made. And I mean, Terry Crews is just not the right shape for it. He's too buff and muscular. Like you want that skinny lean guy who doesn't look like he's a threat until he starts like using his brain. Uh, that was Bart. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? I had you people try to get a little track lead, not to jump around like a bunch of Kansas City faggots. Uh, we're going to s- start on Taggart now, and Don, you're going to start this one off. Okay, I get, this one was kind of tough for me, and then as soon as I thought of it, I thought it shouldn't have been tough. It's so obvious. Tim Blake Nelson. His big role was, oh, brother, where art thou? He was in the- oh. He was in Captain America and the Hulk? Yep. As, oh, he played Abomination. Okay, I know who he is. Yeah, he, play, he plays Abomination. But I'm. But again, I couldn't think of, when I thought of him, I thought, okay, good, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, that would be going to me after that one. And for Taggart, the only person that came to mind often, well, not the only person, but the first person that came to mind, and I originally, I went back to was uh danny mcbride Mm, okay i could see it the reason the reason why is taggart is he's a he's a half wit (laughs) but he thinks he's more important than he is and if you go off off of the show what is it eastbound and down that's exactly what what that character real, realistically is. If you want to go go back and take Taggart, who was played by Slim Pickens back in the day, to today's world. My my other pick was like Larry the Cable Guy, but that's just because I love Larry the Cable Guy. He and he kind of looks like him. That that was mine. 
All right, it is your pick. Who do you have for Taggart? Okay, this will make more sense when we get to Lamar as well, but um, my Taggart is Matthew Broderick. <laughs> we were we were talking about that off air, actually. I, I, I think it's when I came – I think when I first came in, I heard you say that, and I was like, oh, that's going to be ironic as shit. We, we, but I had Matthew Broderick as uh, Lamar. Oh well, I got a better character. Or not? No, not not Lamar. Not Lamar. Um, I didn't have him as Lamar. I had him as the governor. Mel Brooks's character. And I said Uh, Charlie Day. Yeah. I said Charlie Day. Charlie Charlie Day be way better as the mayor. Oh my god. Him like if he plays his if he plays his always sunny role where after he huffs paint or something like he'd be perfect for it. My mind is aglow with whirling transient nodes of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. That was Taggart. I start off with Lamar, by the way, because we're going to go ahead and go with him. And this is another one that I had trouble on, all criticisms aside, on him. And I, I, I don't want him to take the role, but I personally think he'd be, good, he'd be a good placement for him. Because Headley's kind of a... He's he's a smart man surrounded by idiots. The main person I can think about that would be Kevin Spacey. Oh, uh, I mean, I could see it, but I can but see it, but yeah. <laughs> with all this stuff that's going on going on with Kevin Spacey, uh, he wouldn't be able for the role to even one because uh, I don't think Jamie Foxx and Kevin Spacey would go <laughs> would even be in the same movie together. So I'm gonna switch it up and I'm gonna go Kelsey Grammer. Okay. Mm, I could, I could see it. I mean, it'd be, it'd be weird, but I could see it. Well, and the reason why is that Kel- Kelsey Grammer from the show Frasier, harkening back to Frasier, not, not in Frasier, because we're going current iterations of of the actors. But again, very smart man surrounded by a bunch of idiots, and he knew it. So. Uh, but he, I've also seen him do a lot of comedy roles as well, like, for instance, Frasier, he, he, which was a comedy. Dry humor, but still a comedy. So uh, I would go for Kelsey Grammer on that one. Jeremy. All right. Like I said, it ties into Taggart a little bit as well. Because if you're going to have Taggart as the idiot sidekick, and it's going to be Matthew Broderick, you got to have Nathan Lane as freaking Lamar. Because <laughs> Nathan Lane would play that role to a T perfectly. Just like he does, um, the new he was he's in the Gilded Age. It's a AMC show, I think. Like he, he would, and he plays kind of the same role. He plays a rich man who just knows everybody's gossip, and like he kind of plays people against each other like all the time. And he would be perfect with like the whole like seeing the bathtub and everything too, where like he has to act like a little quirky and stuff. Like he'd be perfect for that role. So, and he could do it at the age he's at now and be fine. It'd be fine. Like it, it, that age is not. An older age is actually a little better in that role. So, I like it actually. That's a good role. Because I, I thought right away, like the way the two of them act together is just like how Broderick and Lane acted in the producers. Like that's where my mind went. So, like scheming to try to like get what they want out of everything, like whether it be money or property or whatever. Like they're just scheming together, and it works. The only uh-huh. thing I'm stuck on is can Matthew Broderick do the accent? Um, Matthew Broderick has done a lot of accents. I mean. He did like a Connecticut accent when he was in Stepford Wives a little bit, and he's he's done. I believe that's what he's. Um, and he's he's done a lot of accents. I mean, he's he's actually pretty good at it. He's he's a trained actor, so I mean, they all can if they put their mind to it. Well, I I think you'll get good press with them doing another. 
Oh, God, yeah. Mel Brooks, you know, so I can when I was I struggled with a bit because my first thought was John Slatter Slatter Slattery. Slattery, yeah. Okay. And then I thought, am I just hung up on the silver fox thing? And so then I thought, you know, John Hamm, he Mm. might be he's really funny. So I'm I'm torn. I welcome your thoughts. Is one of those better than the other? Between the two is. Between the two, I would go John Hamm. He played. Uh, he was. Jeremy want to know who John Slattery was. He's also in Mad Men. He, you did you see that? What else has he been in? He hasn't been. He hasn't been a lot of big stuff, honestly. But I'm kind of into the Kelsey Grammer idea, though. That kind of. Are we allowed to steal each other's answers? No, that's fine. I, I, I was gonna make a list of the cast between the three of us that I, that I would go with. I'm stealing uh, Freddie's answer. Like off the top of my head. Like personally for Bart, I would still go Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly for name value alone. Taggart, believe it or not, I think I think for Taggart, as uh, uh, far as my final, I would actually stick with um, Jeremy's pick on that one mm-hmm. and go with Matthew Broderick. Because I think Jeremy's pick on Lamar would actually go very well with that as well. So Jeremy's all smug now. Look at him. Oh, it's it's not it's not hard to make make him smug. So no, it's really not. That's my wife. Drawing a Blake now now because I I've actually complimented Jeremy. I completely forgot forgot his pick who his pick was. Nathan Lane. Lane, thank you. So currently right now I have Fox, Lane, and Broderick. So and only one of those were my picks as a final. So. That I would f- finally go with. Anyway. Man, why you do that to yourself? <laughs> oh, you don't really want to know that. I do, I do. Well, if you must pry. I must, I must. Jeremy, you start this one off, and we have Jim. As hard as it, this, this one's like the hardest one, because to match Gene Wilder's energy in anything, I mean, Johnny Depp's the only person I ever know that matched his energy in a remake. But I would, ha- I would have to say... For this one, and you'll love, you'll love this, Freddie. Seth MacFarlane. I could see that because a million ways to die in the West. Yeah, that's exactly where my mind went when I saw when I was watching it again. Because I've only seen this movie once before for a previous uh, masturbators bracket, and I really wasn't paying attention. I don't think they're not watch. So I'll tell you, I made sure I paid attention to it and like actually paid attention to the characters. And while I was watching G. Wilder do things he was doing, like I could see Seth MacFarlane doing all of it. Like it just clear in my head as day and. Even the the voices that Gene Wilder does in it, like I can see Seth MacFarlane just mastering that because it's him, it's voices. That's what he does. So, I mean, it's the perfect ca- and, and like a million ways to die in the West. Like you said, that's what came to my mind. Like he was that perfect role. It's like they almost. It's like he took that main character from that movie from Gene Wilder's character in this movie almost. Well, it's like uh, the the main character from Million Ways to Die in the West actually is a precursor. Like he he was that role, and then when he he got got old and drunk yeah. turned out to be the Waco kid. Mm, I can see it. I can see it. Because he learns how to gunfight in Million Ways to Die in the West. So now he, he was a he was a pre-gunfighter. You lose a time where he was a gun gunfighter and now this is the this is the third part of the trilogy where he's not a gunfighter anymore. There's an awesome no part of that trilogy missing where it actually helps where actually they could do the story about like how he's an awesome gunfighter, but then he accidentally shoots a kid and has to go into like hiding. Like that, yeah. 
that'd be that'd be. I mean, they could put a spin on it that make it like make it a comedy kind of, but like it'd be like one of those things. You are right, Jeremy. I do like that that pick and Jim uh, for Jim for for Seth MacFarlane. Uh, Don, I have not seen that movie, so I cannot speak to this as a choice. <laughs> it's and- a good movie. You should watch it. I made a note of it, but the, and, and this is a deep dive. I don't think either of you, I'll tell you why I think this is a good choice though. um, Before I tell you who it is, is he was at one point up for talks to play Willy Wonka because he has the same sort of sad, melancholy, mischievous, dark kind of energy. Okay. All right. Trust me on this because you're not going to know who it is. Marilyn Manson. He was up to play, like Jeremy's not lying about that. That that is well, that, that is, is lore. not who I mean, Jeremy. I, assume, I, I feel like the fact that you said that in the same room as the energy of Gene Wilder, you're like <laughs> not okay. Well, no, we know this. Alan Cumming. I could see that. Okay, yeah. I, could, I could see that. I'll say I do agree with Alan Cumming a little bit though, because I mean, if you see him as like. He can play character roles, like him playing Loki in Son of Mask, him playing Nightcrawler in X2, him playing uh, the bad guy in the first two Spy Kids movies. Like he could play. I totally roles. forgot he's. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot he. Because I know him from Broadway stuff. Because I'm like. Oh, he, he plays a great character role. I mean, I forgot he was Nightcrawler for a second, even. I forgot he was Nightcrawler for a second, even. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Nightcrawler. Like that's where I knew him from mainly. Besides, there's a lot of makeup there, though. So if, if you don't recognize him, and crazy. Nightcrawler doesn't have a lot of role, a lot of words. Like he doesn't talk a lot. It, it, it really doesn't. I mean, it is they? Yeah, no, don't don't get me started on that. That's a whole other conversation. But um, yeah, <laughs> but say Nightcrawler got screwed in the movies. He just did. I mean, it was just it was cool seeing him in a live in a live movie and like that whole that whole White House scene where he in the beginning where he's like killing like knocking out everybody to get to the president because he's brainwashed is just brilliant. But yeah, but him playing those character roles, I could definitely see him playing that role. I, I feel gratified. Thank you. That that leaves it to me. Um, I wish I would have thought about Seth MacFarlane for this role. I, I really would have because it, it works perfectly. I'm not surprised you didn't. <laughs> I I'm surprised I didn't either. But as far as Jim goes, um, I like Jeremy Renner. Hawkeye. Yes. He's got I mean, the sad eyes. He he's he's got those sad eyes. He's got the the he, he's got drunk guy down. And he's got and he's got like the whole like precision thing down, like where he has to be like the best at shooting something. So yeah. Uh, he, so I he knows it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we also got to think because here's the thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, if we have already decided it's Jamie Fox, I don't think it should be Alan Cumming. I don't see the I don't see the uh, chemistry there. Okay. Well, I think Jeremy Renner and, and uh, Jamie Foxx would have really good chemistry. You put Keegan Michael Key in with any of these three actors we need for Jim, and it would be a perfect fit because he can he can work with anybody and still be hilarious and make it. Work. You know, I hate to say it, and I will deny it, except that this is recorded. Is I think <laughs> that he would be better than Cleavon Little. I I'm just oh, saying. Oh, I think <laughs> Jamie Foxx. No, Keegan oh, Michael Key. He say. would make it a totally different movie. He he would just just the off script stuff he would say during the recording. They just be like, "We're keeping it. We're keeping it all." I would go. I, I I would go equal to at most. I wouldn't go better. Oh okay, Freddie, be, but you're no. Wrong. The reason why is because he he would make it a completely different a completely different type of movie. Yeah, because I I 
I think Little has the ability to do comedy and serious. I don't I I don't think he is known for any kind of serious roles. He has he has done a couple. He's been in rom coms and stuff where he plays like a serious role for part of the movie. It they're, they're still calm there though. But see, and, this is what's fun is how would you <laughs> cast it if if Jamie Foxx said, No, I'm not doing it, you'd have to rework it, right? Because it'd be a different movie with Keegan Michael Key. And that's where I was like, you know what? Let's just go crazy here. Jamie Foxx and Quentin Tarantino directed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be great, but you know. Can you imagine? Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a comedy anymore though. No, that but it would... would be nuts. I would watch it. Like, can you imagine the the entire fight scene where where they have to build up the, the entire valley that's not the actual valley? There <laughs> there'd be so much blood on the, on those wooden walls. I do agree with Jeremy though as far as Seth MacFarlane. Uh, actually, ironically enough, Keegan Michael Key is going to be in the Wonka movie coming out this year. Oh, that's right. That's I, don't know right. What role, I don't know what role he's playing. Maybe a parent, but I don't know what role he's playing. But I think he's playing a bad guy. I mean, oh, maybe someone trying to steal candy, like someone trying to steal the recipe or whatever. Something. Oh yeah, like that. it's not the it's not a classic remake. It's like a pre. No, it's it's a darker version of it, which mm. which kind of makes me intrigued, but but. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kind of burned me on that, though. Like, I don't... It, it I, I love the original, and then Johnny Death version just kind of screwed me over because I can't stand that movie. Oh, I love that movie more than the original. God. No. I mean, I... If you could mix the two of them, because, like, it, I I love the I love the original, but there's a lot of stuff in the new one as far as graphics and uh, the, the graphic nature of it, I absolutely love. But... It just it didn't didn't really work for me. My vote is for Seth MacFarlane. Jeremy, for Jim? Oh yeah, yeah. Seth MacFarlane in my head, like it has to be. Like it. I will put Seth MacFarlane as Jim in that one. I've been with thousands of men again and again. They promised the moon. They're always coming and going and going and coming, and always too soon. Last up, uh, Dawn starts us off, and we have Lily von uh, Stupp. Yeah, the, again, a tough one. I went with Kate McKinnon. My my problem with this role, my problem with this role is that the person who does it has to be able to sing. Mm. She doesn't Kate McKinnon sing well. That's kind of the point. She's imitating Marlena Dietrich's talk sing. Yeah, well she, she's not a good. She's not a good singer to begin with in the movie. So I mean, that German accent is not made for singing. What she needs is good legs. She just needs good legs. Well, my pick had good boobs, but that's me. Mine is all of the above, but yeah. <laughs> well, bring it. Who who are they? Starts with the ankle. Uh, you're you're going with Kate McKinnon on this one. I am going with BB Rexa. Who? BB Rexa. Uh, I know you don't like country music, Jeremy, but BB Rexa. BB Rexa is a is a country singer. Blonde bombshell. She's been uh, in stuff though too, right? She has. She she's been she's been in a couple things. She's been done a whole bunch of music videos too. Oh. So. Uh, yeah, I see what you're talking about. So there's 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 that uh, looks alone and voice. 
I personally think she can pull it off. I don't know how she would do with a German accent and how to do, because there's a very famous um, sausage scene in Blazing Saddles and trying to pronounce a lot of those, a lot of that stuff. I don't know exactly how that would work. So, but is she funny? Very funny. If, if you, I don't know as far as acting ability goes. Say, her, she, she's only been but, two movies, and one of them's Ugly Dolls, and it's freaking animated. But her, when you see her on like uh, <laughs> uh, interviews and such like that, she has such a dry wit, the type of stuff where she kind of she's making fun of herself and other people at the same time, so you can't really be mad at her. And there's a lot of adult humor in Blazing Saddles where she's she's kind of like there. There's one where she asks. Bart, if his if it's true what they say about black men, and there's very few people who who nowadays, if you want to do this kind of a shot for shot remake, that would be able to pull that off. Mm, my my pick might be able to. Kate uh, McKinnon be able to do it too, but okay. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty. I I didn't even think about Kate McKinnon. I would love to hear her sing though, mm. uh, even as a bad singer, which kind of reminds me of the girl from uh, Pitch Perfect. Uh, the not not the main not uh, Anna Kendrick, but she also directed Cocaine Bear. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Okay. She, no. she, I concede to Elizabeth Banks. All right. She, yeah. All right. I will. I, I I will concede to Elizabeth Banks as well. Jeremy, what is your pick? See if she can if you can sway both of us. I wasn't exactly going for, going for the skinny blonde thing when I thought about this role. I was thinking, where else could they go with this role? I mean, you could put, put a blonde wig on anybody, so that doesn't really matter. But I'm thinking, who's funny? Who can sing horribly and make it funny? Who can probably do a German accent and make it freaking good as well? And she's a looker if you like a certain kind of girl. So I think Melissa McCarthy. She has lost considerable bit of weight lately too. But you got to remember, it's a Marlena Dietrich send up. Uh, I mean, in the, in the modern days, no one would know who the hell that is. So, How, uh, unfortunately, he's right. Unfortunately, he's he's right. I don't know who that is. I don't. I don't, I don't know who that is besides the name. I know the name. I, I never actually saw anything she did, like before my time by far, by by far. Mm-hmm. But I could see Melissa McCarthy pulling this off. Pulling all the racy jokes off in the movie that she yeah, does. Yeah, she could. Yep. Faking a German accent. I can see her doing so well. Like, just, but but the thing know. is though too is that Banks would Banks could pull could pull all this off. Even the German accent. Mm-hmm. I've heard her do a German accent in the past. Yeah. So she could she could do she could do all of that. And wasn't she and in she, a movie with Keegan Michael Key? Was I feel like I've seen them on screen together. I. I'll, Elizabeth Banks off of me off the top of my head. I don't know. I, I but then can't... actually, now now you got me going. Jack, she you know she was married to Jack Donaghy in Thirty Rock. So Alec Baldwin, if he didn't have all his troubles, he'd be a great Hedy Lamar too. He would be. Alec Baldwin plays a great rich asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Cat in the Hat. <laughs> but would he work well with Matthew Broderick? Probably. I mean, I can see it. They're both of the same like generation of actors, so they probably would work well together. Okay. You know, and the thing is, we got to have backup because we're approaching. This is going to be a hard sell for a lot of actors, so we need to have some backups. Well, I, I would just say no to it. I say I would just go as 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 since since we have our since since we have our set. Let's go with 
Uh, I, I currently have Jamie Foxx in as Bart. Uh, you, you, uh, you two keep kind of go back and forth about about Key as well. Uh, Taggart, I have Matthew Broderick. Uh, Lamar, I have Nathan Lane because of that pairing. Uh, Jim, I have Seth MacFarlane, and Lily, I have Elizabeth Banks. So, since we have our set made, is there any adjustments to go off of? I agree with Taggart and Lamar, <laughs> but I mean, well, yeah, those are your picks. I know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, but I honestly think King Michael Key would be best as Bart too. Like I honestly do. Like I could. I mean, if Jordan killed the Rex, especially, but he would be good no matter what. He can work under anybody. With Broderick and Lane, and actually, to be perfectly honest, all five, all five of these people, with the exception of Jamie Fox, are like ninety percent comedy. They really are. Jamie Foxx is the only one that can really go go 50-50. Banks has done some serious roles in the past, but you, she's still known for majority of her comedy stuff. Uh, Seth MacFarlane, Can with the serious. exception... He can be serious, but it's really weird to see him that way. Yeah, I mean, any moment where Ted got serious, you're seeing Seth MacFarlane serious, so... It's like having... Uh, in the movie Amityville Horror, having Ryan Reynolds play that character, I could see that. it was just a, it was a sudden switch that it just didn't really work. So having Seth MacFarlane play a serious role, it wouldn't be something that that he would be absolutely known for. So having him as a comedy one, and, and this one is the issue that we have: we have four comedies and one one person who's kind of half and half. So if we have we have Key who is mostly known for comedy, it would be all comedy. And but you have to have a little bit of a straight man to, to do Remember this. Jamie Foxx got his start on Living Color as a comedian. I'm aware of that, but he's, but he's also known for his more serious roles and so nowadays. And, and that's, that's what we're going off of. So is Matthew Broderick. Uh, the, my only concern about this casting is if Matthew or Nathan say no, the other one is not as great a choice. I mean, well, okay, Nathan Lane would be great regardless. I mean, he'd be great regardless of that role. I, he doesn't need Broderick to play that role. He would play that. Broderick needs him to play the other role. Yeah, okay, I would agree with that. So what's the backup for? Danny McBride for Taggart. I yeah. love that. I think Danny McBride could play that and direct. I mean, I can't see Danny McBride playing that role, honestly. He's just, his style of humor for that is just not right, I don't think. Like, he's he doesn't play, he plays Doesn't play role. a good racist? He's I mean, great at racism. How yes. You? I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm picturing him in like Pineapple Express, where like he's playing like the angry guy who like keeps getting hurt and shit, and like that's not Taggart. That's just Taggart's like the doll. He's always angry. Taggart is the doll that falls at the heels of like the master, which is Matthew Broderick or I forget who Dawn said for that role, but Kim Blake what about Milton? Seth Rogen? Uh, you know, I was wondering. So here is the thing I'm going to say though. So I'm Jewish and we Jews know each other. And my concern about <laughs> Taggart is Matthew Broderick is super Jewish. And so Seth Rogen. Because I was like, Seth Rogen, maybe for Jim. Like I could see that if you want. Uh, no, I, I don't think that would. <laughs> it's fine. But mostly I'm yeah. saying I have trouble with someone who is known for their Jewishness playing a redneck backwards 
I mean, I can, I can, I can see Seth. That's a good playing, point. I can see Seth Rogen playing the head of the Native Americans in this movie. <laughs> that would never. They, they would do it, but they, people would not allow that. Well, I mean, they made the Native Americans seem like like Jewish in this movie, so yeah, no, they yeah. did. Yeah, Mel Brooks. Yeah, because they were speaking that. Yiddish. That's, that's... Yeah. So have yeah, I, lo- I love. I'm yeah. pretty. I'm pretty sure we were talking about that before we we, we started re- recording about having them uh, speak Yiddish in the entire thing. Not yeah, not we, Seth Rogen didn't come up, but we were talking about I other like people that, speaking though. Yiddish. I'm, I'm here for that. I mean, put 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 Seth Rogen and Jerry Seinfeld as the two Native Americans that talk to talks to Jim's family when he's a kid. So <laughs> it'd be funny. But so who fun. plays? We're back to replacing Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I, I can't see a replacement for him really. I mean, I, there's a few I could think of, but like I could see uh, I can't think of his name. But to follow Nathan later around like that, I could see um, the guy who plays the guy who plays the other guy in One Grace. Like I'm blanking on his name. Oh, that would actually be so funny. The guy who put what's his name in the show? Not he's on uh, Smartless. What's his name? Uh it's it's not Will. It's it just Can, uh, Jack and Karen. Yeah, Jack. Jack. Yeah, the guy who plays Jack. Name. Yeah, that would actually be super funny, ridiculous, dumb casting, and I am here for it. I, I he would be perfect with Nathan Lane. Like the two of them, the two of them together, like would be like perfect. Like it would have like that homosexual relationship tendency to it almost like where they would it would it would be an inside joke in the joke it, i yeah. yeah okay all right okay what the really funny thing about having nathan lane play that character too is because there's a scene in this movie where he's sitting there fondling a statue yeah. <laughs> and nathan lane is famously gay famously oh, wow. homosexual so uh that's that's so uh, having him do that with everybody knowing uh, who he is and his background and everything else, I, I don't know. I don't know if he'd do it. I'm pretty sure he would because Nate, he's he's good. He's good for pretty much a lot of different kind of prop comedy. Oh, At least still, he was in the past. I don't know if he is now, but he, he still is. He still is. He's Nathan Lane. He's he doesn't change that much. But so he, 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 is totally a Nathan Lane stan. I oh I mean everything he's been in has been glorious. I mean, <laughs> I the, produ- the producer, the birdcage. I mean, come on. I feel like casting him with Sean Hayes is it is inspired, and I just I'm really I am so here for it. I am too. because here's the thing about this movie: I we keep going. It wouldn't get made. It wouldn't get made. It would get made if it was so ridiculous. If it doubled down on the ridiculous, and that would help that happen and they, if they, they could, could if they if could they could make a movie if they could make a movie like sausage party they could do this yeah i mean okay well sausage party was really just some animation guy saying okay we can do this like well let's make like let, let's try to offend everybody at the same time because if you offend everybody nobody can get mad exactly so okay are we sticking with jamie fox yeah sure uh, i i mean i can't get behind that i just don't see him I mean, J- Django kind of makes me think of it, but like, it's still just I can't see it. It's a different role than Django by far. Django is a lot of anger. This role is not. Go watch him in Living Color playing Wanda the Ugly Girl. I, I mean, I see, I've seen Booty Call. I know he can do funny, but I just. <sighs> okay, I, I have two two other people in in mind that happened across my mind. Have you ever seen the show Psych? Uh, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 
I know. I, okay. I, I never watched the show, but I know who you're talking about, Dual Hill, because and he was on West Wing too, so he can do serious mm-hmm. and funny. But he can do serious and funny. He's a skinny little dude. Uh, he's very smart, so he can do a lot, lot of the the uh, the scenes where he kind of has to outsmart the dumbass westerners. Uh, and I had another person, and I completely forgot who the hell it was. So I mean, I guess that doesn't really matter, but. I mean, I, uh, if he was if he was still acting too, I would say Chris Tucker, but I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. So, no, he's and he won't do it. Uh, Chris Tucker went very, very, very Christian. And, oh, really? Yes, which is why he won't return for a another Friday movie or another Rush Hour movie. I don't think either. But well, he would do Rush Hour because Rush Hour is pretty clean, but uh, Friday is not. Oh. And I wouldn't want him to do another Rush Hour movie anyway because that oh, trilogy is that trilogy is a perfect trilogy. I don't care what people say. But they say at the end of the third one, one of the outtakes, oh, he's not going to be back for Rush Hour 4. Like, it's, they need to do it now. No. It's just like, uh, yeah. for instance, since we're talking about Mel Brooks, they really should not have done a, what is it, uh, History of the World Part 2. History of the World Part 2, yeah. I mean. Yeah, they shouldn't have done it. Ah, it's, it did like a TV series, though. That's different. If if they did it within the first couple of years, like within like a five year thing after the first one, would have been great. Mm-hmm. But they waited for so long, and there's a PC culture now where you can't say certain things, and then they they elongated it so much, so it become became more of a sketch show. Yeah. I mean, now, it, it basically became drunk history. Yeah, and it's not. It it, it looks. It looks like it's on Saturday Night Live instead of being on a, like an actual movie studio, like I get like it. History of the World was. I mean, it makes sense, but I mean, I don't know. I see the problem with all these actors you guys are naming is I can't see the Bugs Bunny esque acting from any of them, like I can from Michael Key, like and, and like and like the original did, like him with the freaking candy box thing, like dressing up in the costume, like the bunny, the Bugs Bunny esque humor everybody grew up with, like. I can't see these actors doing it. I can't see Jimmy Fox doing that. I really Jimmy can't. Fox would totally do it. Yeah, he would totally do it. He would. He might do it, but I can't see him. Performing What's this well. new movie that he's in that just it's just started streaming? It's uh they cloned Kevin, I think. Oh, I haven't heard of it. And he's kind I of heard the, of look at the trailer. He's he's it's funny. He's playing funny in it again. Uh I mean I I, I would definitely check it out, but I mean I I don't know. I mean cute. I mean that's also why I went with Keegan Key over John Cheeto originally, because I couldn't See Don Cheeto doing a lot of the role either. Like he could do. I think I, I think Don Cheeto's a little old for the role anyway. Yeah, he looks exactly the same age as the main character now. I mean, he's on Secret Invasion right now on TV, and he looks the same age. I mean, he's he's got to be in his fifties at least. Well, I mean, Black Oak Rack, I do think know. Keegan Michael Key would also be really good. I would go either way with these guys. I think, and that's what I think is interesting: is it would shift the tone of the movie. But okay. Would, be a little edgier with Jamie Foxx. Well, here's the question. Are we going with Seth MacFarlane for Jim? Ooh, yeah, that's that's a dis- that's decisive. That 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 was about about to ask too cuz if we're going with Seth MacFarlane and it so it'd be it'd be Key and Farland or Key and Fox. Or uh it's Fox and Farland. Fo- Fox and Farland. I see and I can see Key working better with Farland than I can Fox. Fox would try to take it too serious at parts probably. He, they could do like the banter back and forth when they're like playing uh, chess and whatnot is like 
I can see Key doing that perfectly, like, like in the facial expressions too. I mean, I'm just saying that's why I see. I mean, I can, no one has to agree with me, but that's why I see. Okay, well, so you have okay. Then the other major key element to that would be: Would you much rather see? Jamie Foxx and Elizabeth Banks or Key and Banks? I mean, I'd rather see Key with Melissa McCarthy because she's going to freaking flirt with my crazy and be hilarious. It'd no. Be like, it'd be like in Spy when she's flirting with Jason Stadium. Yeah, I'm 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 with Elizabeth Banks on this one. Yeah, I'm, I, we're, we're, we're going to stick with Banks on this one, but Banks' role kind of it's going to have to help out Jamie Foxx. And I personally think Jamie Foxx, especially with that entire uh, uh, entire thing where they entire sausage thing, I think Jamie Foxx has more of a sexual, a sex appeal mm -hmm. that would make that role go even make that joke go even farther. Oh, I don't know. King of my key is a tall motherfucker. And he has some sex appeal to him as, as far as I've been told by women. And he's hilariously when when he's trying to be charming like that, it's extra funny. Yeah. And okay. I, I can see him making like the sausage jokes constantly. So, as far as the sausage jokes go and stuff like that, would it be Peel or Fox or Key or Fox? I keep wanting to say Peel. Peel's Peel's going to direct it. Is it's between Peel and uh, Tarantino to direct this damn thing? So. <laughs> or or put them together, two directors. That'd be. Even better. <laughs> You know, I, I think it's so tough because, like, I'm thinking the scene where he takes himself hostage, both of them would do such a great job with it. Because I keep trying to think of what scenes really mm -hmm. is one of them a standout. Well, the scene in the beginning where they're, where like, they were like, they're making the white guys dance because, like, they refuse to dance and stuff. And they're playing dumb to it. Like, they don't know what they're talking about. And mm -hmm. you know what? I hate to say this Jamie Foxx can sing. Yep. And so when they, he's singing, I, uh, what, what's the song he's singing? I get no. I, I can't think of the song they sang. I get a kick uh, I get, from I, Shannon. Um, I get no kick from Shannon. No. Um, but I from get champagne. a kick out of you. Yeah. It's Cole Porter, it's a good right? song, too. Right. Yeah. I, I, see, I don't know what it's called, but it's a good song. He could, that would be, mm, I mean, I'm but, going to Fox. That's it. I'm out. Jamie Fox. <laughs> He can sing though. He can. He's not like, like he's... Jamie Foxx. Ah, I mean, that's something I feel like all most black men could do at least. But I mean, that's not. That's not <laughs> no, it's Twoo. It's Twoo. They can sing. No, but Jamie Foxx, he's done a lot of singing. <laughs> have you not heard Harvey do karaoke on any of my brackets, Shant? Uh, Freddie, come on. I have not, so I can't say that. But I, I do know a lot of a, a lot of black people in my in my own in my own side that can't sing or shit. So. They're faking it in front of you. Drake, Drake can sing though. It's too good for oh, Jeremy. Stand down. I gave up. Everybody, <laughs> none yeah, of mine have right. ended up. I, I could see. I'll take Fox. It's it's not that losing of a battle to begin with. So I'll take Fox. Yeah. I mean, he just better step up his comedy from Django and Chain a little bit. That's all. Uh, well, Django's not a comedy. It kind of was. It, it should it shouldn't have been. It it really should not have been a comedy. That's a serious role. The whole scene with the clan was hilarious as shit. And then the whole scene at the dinner table at the house was hilarious. It was Samuel Jackson as the butler. What's just yeah. 
what's this ninja doing at the table? He ain't no table ninja. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh. I don't think Tarantino, he, he can't help but put humor in his stuff. He can't. I mean, even Pulp Fiction and Kill Bill have t- like humor in them. Like, mm-hmm. All right. So final roles we have right now. Bart, uh, originally played by Cleavon Little, is going to be played by Jamie Foxx. Taggart, uh, I have my roles around here somewhere, and i got to figure out where the hell they're at. Taggart, originally played by Slim Pickens, will be playing by Sean Hayes, opposite to him, uh, Headley uh, Head, Lamar. Headley. Traditionally, no, it's Headley. Does he, does he, does he correct everybody the whole thing and say Headley? No, it's no. they say Hetty. I always do it wrong, uh-huh. too. No, oh, they say Hetty. He says Headley. Yeah. <laughs> Headley. Headley Lamar, who originally played by Harvey Corman, uh, will be playing played by Nathan Lane. Uh, Jim, who's originally by the, the great Gene Wilder, now played by Seth McFarlane. And Lily, uh, originally played by Madeline Kahn. Is now played by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks. I need something to drink. I swear. Well, um, uh, and I, I gotta say too, I recasted Lyle because he's in the movie so much. I kind of feel like I had to recast him. Lyle. Yeah, he's he's the guy, he's the guy in the beginning that's trying to get them trying to get all the black guys to sing, and he's like he's in the movie the whole movie. But you know, one person I was thinking about recasting too would be Mongo. Yeah, well, who could Mongo be? Over. I want. <laughs> I want Mongo to be Brock Lesnar. I could see that honestly. <laughs> just, uh, just. Or or Kevin James. If you get him built up like they did for that one uh, UFC movie he did. Uh, here comes the boom. Yeah, like yeah, get him built up like that, and that could be a Kevin James role, perfect, perfectly. Like I, I you, you'd have you have to have like a mountain of a man. I I wouldn't mind seeing um the guy from Game of Thrones. Uh, He's known as the Mountain or something like that. He's a bodybuilder. But I, I don't, I don't know this Brock Lesnar fellow. But I just looked him up, and I like that because it, you know, Alex Harris originally got to start in football. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll just say it's because he looks like a dumb hip. But I mean, yeah, it, it works either way. But uh, which I'll, is ironic because he's Canadian. <laughs> well, Canadians can be hicks too. But there's there's rednecks everywhere you look. <laughs> I know. Trust me, but. Ran to some of the ran to some of the freaking fun park today, and we had to leave because the two year old was cursing. We're like, okay, bye. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, actually, here's the thing, Freddie. You want to bring you want to bring Terry Crews into this? That's the role he could play. Terry Crews is Mongo. He has the build for it, and the yeah. Role. But he would you play. have would you have a black guy play Mongo though? He'd be yeah, stupid I don't enough. Think to, he he'd, could. he'd be stupid enough to follow the white guy. So yeah. That's the part of the role. Is he'd be stupid enough to follow the white guys. Yeah, I mean, so that because the whole thing, or the black guys are all smarter than the white guys, all of them. Uh, uh, all right, then Terry Crews plays uh, Jim's friend that he wakes up that to get all the stuff together. So at the end, he plays the best friend. I can see that. But what I was saying originally was I recasted Lyle because I can see Adam Devine playing that role perfectly. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Like he'd be, I was watching. I'm just watching this guy in the beginning of the movie. I'm like, I can still see Adam Levine doing this dancing and singing crap, and like the whole movie, I can see him playing that role. Uh, <laughs> and him sitting there singing Camp Town Ladies. Yeah, Camp Town Ladies, and like 
when they when the beginning when they start swinging swing low sweet cherry and like they're like no we don't know that one <laughs> what's really funny about that is that adam devine's got a really really good voice as well he does so you have him sing like would you have him singing like he doesn't care about those two songs or would you have him actually go full-fledged like he act because he does have a wonderful voice full-fledged because that because then he's showing all the he's showing all the blacks up at that point so that's the point so i don't know i i there's there's a whole bunch of other things but as far as having jamie fox sean hayes nathan lane seth mcfarland and elizabeth banks in a single movie like if he's if he's selling tickets in a second like no one yeah it, it it really would like you. You can you can sell this movie on name value alone. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> it would and it would get made because everybody in it is some kind of well, some kind of minority or some kind of stereotype. So they could all say like, "We're we're willing to act in it. Why can't why can't it get made?" Well, I think I, think I can't Jamie remember. Fox's star power. Yeah, yeah, I think he could get it made. Well, between okay, Jamie Fox is black. That's a minority. Sean Hayes, I, if I remember right, is is gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, he's, uh, he's not like Nathan uh, Lane is gay. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane, I don't. He's 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 uh, Irish, and they make fun of Irish people in that movie. So because, <laughs> yeah, because they say they're like they're like we'll take the blacks <laughs> and Mexicans. We don't want the Irish. Uh, we don't want the Irish. I forgot about that line. That's a good line. Uh, and Elizabeth Banks is female, so you need. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but you, you do need a, you and and Elizabeth Banks is 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 a director in in her own right. So having her, along with uh, what we I think we decided on Peel on this one, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, Peel. I, I think it'd be better with Peel. So Here's could here. you imagine? Could you imagine Peel? In his directing ability to direct pretty much the entire movie, but have Banks as as like a confidant to just kind of go back and forth on. Oh, he he would anyway. From what I've heard, he's a great director. And he talks to the actors constantly about what they think. So, but but as as far as that goes, plus Lane Lane being a stage show person as well, there's a whole bunch of vocal abilities that that would that could go off there as well. So I think everybody here. And Seth MacFarlane's got a good voice. I'm saying it could be a musical. If I don't know if Sean Hayes can sing. Oh, yeah, oh God. The amount of plays he did on Will and Grace, yeah, he can sing. He's, he's on Broadway okay. right now, but I don't it's a one man show. But so still, it could be a every musical. single person in here. Every single person in here can sing. Yeah. And do it well. So I would we were talking again before bef- before the show started. About uh, about this possibly being a musical because of Mel Brooks uh, taking like like Young Frankenstein and stuff like that as being a musical as well. I know I know certain people on the bastard size absolutely hate musicals. They, oh yeah, Uncul- but why do we call them uncultured? Story. I know I, I I'm a huge musical fan. My my birthday episode, by the way, Don for for Bastards, we did this last year. Uh, musicals that got turned into movies, that that's the bracket that 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 we did. Uh, I think Sweeney Todd won that one, if I remember right. Now that's dead to me. 
because my children aren't even allowed to reference that after I saw that movie. I made them sit down and compare and contrast the stage show with the musical. We don't speak of that in this house. Uh, I've never, I've, I've never seen, I've never seen a stage show of Sweeney Todd. I really want to. They, they, they have the original one with Angela Lansbury recorded, but I just want to tell you, I just looked it up because I thought this was true. In 2010, Mel Brooks was working on uh, lyrics for a Blazing Saddles musical and never got off the ground. Well, I think with I, Hills, boys. I think with this cast, and I'm I'm gonna have to tag Mel Brooks in this one when this gets gets out. But I think having this cast as a musical version of Blazing Saddles would be like it. it it's a damn good cast. It it oh, really it, is. It would make so much money in the freaking box office. It would. Well, you could tag his son. His son is on Twitter all the time, and his son. Uh, he uh his name is Max Brooks. Yeah. And he wrote that um zombie book. Yeah, um World War Z. That's his that's his son. I th- I thought I thought I recognized that name. Topic. That is our show this month, guys. This is a, a once in a month type thing. We did Blazing Saddles this month, I believe, for back to school season next month we will be doing uh jeremy's pick believe it or not and he does not know about this yet but we are doing animal house you post on you post on facebook i'm gonna see it but or i i i didn't i it's on one of the chats but uh i it's we're doing animal house next month and if i can swing it for october for halloween season my personal pick on this one will be the movie Hocus Pocus. Which I, that's a good idea, too. Uh, finding a replacement for Bette Midler in that movie is going to be damn near impossible, but I can't wait for that conversation. Uh, Jeremy, where can people find you? They can find me on Paranormal Blue Normal. They can find me on Maniacal Music Musings. They can find me on Bracket Bastards, of course. They can find me on two of those tomorrow, actually. And they can find me mm-hmm. on Gifts, actually making three of those tomorrow. And they can find me on Facebook as Jeremy Bryant or the un- the uncensored, unapologetic, and untamed YouTube podcast collective group on Facebook. And you can find me on Twitter and the gram as that juggle bastard, on TikTok as that juggle bastard podcast, and YouTube just as any of the podcast names. If you wanted to find me, and I don't know why you would, yeah. I do a podcast <laughs> for parents of anxious kids called the Child Anxiety Fact to help you parent your anxious children which is not probably the people in your audience. But hey, if you're in the audience, you're a parent, you got an anxious kid, come check out my podcast about anxious kids. Hey, a lot, a lot, of, us, a lot of us bastards are parents, so. That's <laughs> yeah, not, that's uh, I think, I mean, I'm a parent. Jeremy's a parent. Harvey's a parent. Yeah, uh, but, Jess but, and Q are both parents. I, I'm not saying you're not parents. I'm saying you probably do not spend your podcast time going, can you help me with my kid who won't go to sleep alone? But if you do, then you should come to the Child Anxiety Fact. I have a kid like that, so I may have well, to. Well, goddamn, Jeremy. Why aren't you listening to my podcast? <laughs> we didn't know about your damn podcast. I am your host, Freddie Fisher. You can find me at that on Facebook. While you're on Facebook, check out Bracketology. We have two polls going up every single day. Uh, today, as we record, it is the finals of – it's a three-day final of the Champions Bracket. It is Jurassic Park versus uh, – some other movie 
that I can't, I think it's Die Hard. No, Shawshank. It's Die Hard versus Shawshank. And it's the final four of the other bracket, and Jeremy's super excited about it because two of them are Star Wars movies, but they are going against each other in the final four. Well, it's only one of them. There's two winners, right? Only, no, only one of them is going to be in the finals. Also, on uh, Twitter, you find the, find me at Fisher777. I am on Instagram at uh, you can't lick me, not one word. Other than that, I would like to remind you guys this one simple fact. We are not saying these movies need to be remade. In fact, personally, I don't, don't think they should ever be touched, with the exception of a a musical, which would just kind of be a one-off type thing. I think it'd be funny, but uh, we're not we're not saying they should be remade. I'm, we're just asking the simple question: What if we? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs>